Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Welcome FPL players, this is Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. Here we have Rob and Yanis. How are you, Rob? Man, you know what? I'm not too shabby. I'm not doing too badly. This double game week is going okay. I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I lost quite a lot of rank when Lingard scored, but I feel like to, today could be clawing something back. How many have you uh, got? Is... You've got both attacking, right? And Casper. Uh, no, I've just Three. got Casper and Vardy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You have you have only Vardy. Yes, you don't have. Because I could LG. not afford Ianacho, exactly. That's all right. Um, but currently, my score for the game week as it stands is 55 with two players left to play. So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Happy. Yeah. I'm a bit happier, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> your triple captain worked only out. Only because I've triple captain, yes. I mean, it's better <laughs> than, than if I had triple captain him back then when I forgot, when I mistakenly didn't hit the button. So that mistake turned in my benefit. Imagine if he played both games. I think that would be a a massive return. But anyway, I'll take it and and run. Since we're doing a review now in points, I'm I'm on 70 at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I've got two players left to play. So I've got Castagne and Iheanacho. Oh, nice. So if Castagne doesn't play or Iheanacho doesn't play, I'm getting holding coming on with just two points. Yeah. It's not big deal, but still at least it's not zero. Yep. My Rudiger, Lingard, and Son were the only three players that returned apart from my triple captain, Kane. Yeah. Which is not bad. I mean seven from Rudiger, seven from Lingard, and twelve from Son is quite decent. Jota just the just the clean sheet, but that's yeah. it. My, for me it's just Rudiger and Son that returned. Other than Kane, the rest is literally ones, twos, and, and a Jota three. Why did Jota get three? Did he get a clean sheet or something? He did get, yeah. yeah. He went off at 18 minutes before he'd scored, yeah. What are you doing this week? That's the big question. Um, so, everything this week for me hangs on any news we might have from Kane. So, we need to say, as we always say, as we always forget to say, sorry, that the, the game week deadline is this week... On the 23rd of April, on Friday, which is tomorrow for, for us currently, at 6.30, not 7.30. Yes. So, um, yeah, don't forget about that. I mean, it's it's tough because we're just finishing tonight with the Game Week 22. It's one of the... Lo- 32, sorry. It's one of the longest that has existed. Yeah. I've even forgotten what happened on last Friday, which is part of, of the Game Week. Yeah. But anyway... It, it so- feels like a whole different time. It, it is like a it whole does. different world. We had that shocking two days with our uh, our previous pod, yeah. which was a, a rant against the Super League <laughs> thing. But yeah. we're back to normal. Thank God everything is working uh, exactly well. So yeah, don't forget the deadline is Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's no Spurs. There's no City playing because they're playing in the League Cup. There's no Southampton uh, and there's no Fulham. Yeah. Transfer-wise, so, yeah. are you thinking of... We've got <laughs> players that will have to be benched. Getting Yeah, getting back onto the question that you actually asked. 
I've got Diaz, Son, Kane, and Forster that aren't playing this game week. So that's a good bench. One, one of those I will transfer out, but we are gonna. I'm gonna wait until on the Kane news. It's Arsenal, Everton. Sorry, the team that play tomorrow at nine o'clock. So I'm gonna wait until tomorrow, uh, late on, and see where we're going with Kane. Uh, I think Ryan Mason will do another press conference. And I really don't want to sell him. But if there's any inkling that he could be out for the next game week as well, I'd much rather sell him. And, you know, for the game weeks that he misses, free up that money and maybe even get someone like Trent in and then transfer Vardy back up to him when Vardy's fixtures get bad or something along those lines. Or the other option is to transfer Son out for a decent midfielder, which is... It's something, you know. The easy way out. Yeah, Lingard's performing well. Greenwood's performing well. Havertz is playing up front. It's an interesting topic. And Madison is definitely probably my number one out for Son at the minute. I can't believe how template we are. We uh, we haven't, I have to be honest, for for our listeners, we haven't talked about this uh, all this week because we're so busy with, uh, with the Super League. Exactly, but I've got the same the same exact thoughts. I mean, the two players that you mentioned are the players yeah. that I'm trying to bring in, Madison and TAA. Okay, but I think I will take my risk with with uh, Kane. Not only because I've got a huge um, price rise uh, benefit, however you can call it. Yeah, I bought him at eleven, mm-hmm. and he's now eleven point eight. Yeah. So I would never dare to go back to that and lose a million. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not a million because I'm already in eleven point four selling price. But yeah, it's it's quite of a significant. It's the thing, though, isn't it? If he goes down in price in the next couple of weeks, all you're going to be losing is point two, like point one or point two. Because if he goes, I'm on. I bought him eleven point one. He's now eleven point four for me for selling price. So you've got one drop in you that you can take, but I can't take a drop. If I take a drop, he goes down to eleven point three. And that dramatically reduces what I can do. Yes. But we're at the end of the season now where actually value built up in players is only useful if you sell them now. Like Vardy is what? Vardy is uh, 10.4 or 5. Maybe, yeah. 10.1 for me. Ah, don't sell Kane. (laughs) Vardy's 10.1. So all I need is uh, 1.7, 1.8. Eight to it's get him. If he goes, if he goes down, then I can need less to get him and still have Trent uh, on the back of that for that, two good game weeks. That is true. Um, that is true. What I'm thinking, my concern with Kane is that it's whatever whatever we hear as news is not going to be enough. What do I mean by that? If we know that he's playing in the final. Yeah. For me, it doesn't mean that he's fine. Exactly. <laughs> because he might play and still not be quite secure. So if he plays in the final, he might just not play for the next couple of weeks so that he's safe for the Euros. Yeah. Because the game of the season for Spurs is definitely this one on Sunday. Exactly. They don't, if they win it, they don't care about the, 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 the Premier League anymore. 100%. So. Even if we hear, if we hear that he's not playing, then I find it more 
possible that he's coming back for Sheffield United because he'll have another 10 days of rest. Or, yeah, I mean, it's probably next Friday. Uh, the the yeah. Him, yeah, but still, have it's, another week of rest. it's a lot. If you remember, when he was injured, uh, I think it was for Liverpool, he yeah. came on 10 days after. Yeah. Now, his injury was seemed less serious because he didn't... I mean, I'm, I'm quoting James from uh, Planet FPL, obviously. He's, okay, yeah, he yeah. said, I'm not a doctor, but from what I saw, he didn't even use the that uh, boot thing when yeah. he came out. So he I assume... He didn't leave the stadium in a, in a not prosthetic, well, plastic boot. In a yes, protective so boot. I assume this means that it's a bit less serious than what it was against Liverpool. Yeah. So now it's 10 days, it's nine days to the final yeah. on Sunday. Which means that Sheffield United is 14, 15 days. Which, yeah, so which probably means that he should make it. If he tries to make it... But then again, even if he plays on the final, I'm not certain he's going to play next week. Therefore, I'm holding on to him because I, I, w I would not risk not having him if he plays next week. So then for me, here comes the next point. Is Kane less potent under mate Ryan Mason than he was under Mourinho. And let me like explain what I'm going with here. I, I watched the game and when we were near the box, we were hammering like okay, the first the first half so this is exactly what happened exactly what I said would happen. We actually might play a second half of football. We scored two goals in the second half and won the second half two nil, lost the first nil first half one nil and because of that, we won the game. When we were playing like I think Ryan wanted us to play, players were getting forwards. And it's not just one or two players. It was like four, five. You know, there were times and there were five or six players in the box. And I haven't seen that under Mourinho in so long. We got to a stage where we were playing with six or seven on-field defenders and just two attackers or three attackers, Son, Kane and, and Dombele. Because they were... He didn't trust anyone else to make runs back to to defend as a forward, but also he just put everything into the defence. So are we now going to stop seeing this Son and Kane being the only ones scoring? You know, we said that after last night. You've got Bale coming in. Bale's looks like he's... Uh, he's probably going to be nailed on. Exactly. Looks like he's nailed on. So are some of these goals not necessarily going to be certainly Canes anymore because it's going to be more of a team performance? It is possible, you... but still, I think his involvement in general will be huge. And there are two two aspects. First of all, he's he's a, even a creative player. I mean, he, yeah. can, he's, he can see uh, a good pass. He can, he can actually play even as a playmaker. So I'm 100%. not afraid his assists will still go on. Yeah. Plus, if there is some kind of competition with Salah, I actually wish Salah, Salah gets a few goals against Newcastle, not only for FPL, but this is going to make a bit of competition. So yeah. naturally, Spurs is going to try to help Kane score more. Mm -hmm. Therefore, even if the whole mentality is we all attack, yeah. wanting Kane to win the Golden Boot will be, as we were saying about Salah in the wildcard, the whole team is going to play in favour of of that. Yeah. So uh, I believe that Kane is... I'm holding on to Kane. 
This yeah. is one thing. And Son was the player. The easy way out of this game week is, of course, Son, because we don't have any price problems. We could just nope. sell him and even buy him back against Sheffield United. That would be a, no an easy... Because we, you've also got two transfers, right? I've also got yeah. two transfers, two free transfers. It's an easy way. But my concern is I don't think I feel good by going without TAA till the end. It's so... I'm being so melodramatic. He's the player that I started building my team at the beginning of... I mean, what was it? September? Yeah. And it was a real pain for me to drop him. It was quite early that I did drop him. But now he seems so good. Mm -hmm. I know I've missed on the price because he's gone 7.5. It's a huge price raise that he's had the last month. Yeah. But I think I have to go with him. The problem is... That I have to take a hit to get him in. Because it's it's crazy. Because I've got three Liverpool players already. Ah, uh, yeah. So, if I upgrade Phillips, which is a crazy upgrade from 3 million to 7... From 4 million to 7.5, it's 3.5. Yeah. Where do I find that money? Uh, only in Son, downgrading Son. Or... The latest option is Fernandez. Fair. Which is the risk I'm willing to take. And I think my the, the hit I'm gonna take is I'm gonna get Diaz also out because I don't I don't think I need him at that price for no. potential clean sheets because that's what he's offering, to be honest. He's guaranteed to play, yes, but he's offering potential clean sheets. So for five games, even if he gets three clean sheets, it's not enough for a six million price. No. I mean, Twelve points plus two plus two. Sixteen points for five game weeks, it's it's not it's not worth it. Not at all. Even with bonus points, it's still not worth it. So yeah. Diaz and Phillips are probably going. Phillips naturally because I have to empty a Liverpool spot. Yeah. And I'm not bold enough to drop Jota because I know that when I drop him, he's going to score. Yeah. So, Phillips and Diaz are probably going for Veltman and TAA because Veltman has also a very good... <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So template. And then Bruno is going probably to Madison. If mm -hmm. I hear that Madison is... I mean, we'll see tonight. If he does play... This is a guaranteed transfer. If exactly. not, if he's out of the team, I might go to he Greenwood. Played it. I might he go played to Greenwood. It the weekend. He did, yes. He played yes. against uh, Chelsea. No. No, Southampton. Southampton. But the the Chelsea semi-final. Final. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think Madison's a good choice. Liverpool have Newcastle this week. And then Man United. Newcastle aren't, Newcastle aren't the worst... For defense, they're actually their numbers for defense are actually getting pretty good. That West Ham game was, you know, a good game for them. They're now sort of getting closer to safety, and I feel like they just need a couple more wins. Bearing in mind they've got Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, and Man City in they've the next got a four. Horrible, yes, horrible, horrible run. The last but they've got Fulham, yes, and Fulham might have been relegated by then. So, but I get the feeling this is a stronger defensive system for Newcastle, but. I fully expect Liverpool to win and Salah's going to be my captain this week. Uh, they've then got Man United. This is Liverpool again. 
and then Southampton, and then their fixtures go West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace. So I think if I want Salah, I really if I want Trent, I really gonna I'm really gonna want him from 36 onwards. And now 36 onwards brings in a really interesting uh, title into twist the, part into the fixtures. Yeah. So Ben Krellin's had some news, which I might as well just read out. It's not news. He's 70% sure that the fixtures are going to go as follows. They're going to be doubles in 35 and blanks in 36. The teams that are going to double in 35 are going to be those teams from the FA Cup final. So Chelsea and Leicester and the teams which they would play would be Man United and Arsenal um, will blank in 36, which is when the final is going to be played. Is that right? I think so, yes. And then they'll double in 35. So those games will be moved a week earlier. And then the others that will also double in 35 will be those that have remaining fixtures left over from previous movements. So those eight teams are Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United, Villa, Palace, Everton and Southampton. Um, of those, you know, the, the best sort of doubles for me look like Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. You have Sheffield and Southampton. Zaha so. was my thought, actually, but I thought yeah. it's, it's, it's a bit too rogue to go then to downgrade Bruno have, to Zaha. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everton have West Ham, West Ham and Villa, which is also a pretty good double, but Everton, you know. They're all three, three similar teams. I, I wouldn't dare to back yeah, on them. Exactly. Uh, Man United have got Villa and Leicester, and Leicester have got Newcastle and Man United. Uh, Arsenal have got Chelsea and West Brom. So there are some some good fixtures there, but the deal is Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United will blank in 36, whereas Villa, Palace, Everton and Southampton will not blank in 36. They've still got the fixture there. So I'm seriously looking at maybe getting another Leicester player in and then selling them him. in 36. So I want to save another transfer for 36. So I think I need to use my double transfer now, maybe and save one in 34, possibly then, definitely save one in 35. But I want to try and focus on getting one of these, some of these doublers in because double game week is always good for captaincy options. But this is my, my only problem with this. Wh- which team or which player would you captain in this double game week because that that's my concern we so said that was... for safety i'd probably go somewhere between bruno Hardy and bruno yeah which is not which is not amazing but it's it's, bad, it's it? okay it's okay but it's yeah. not something that i would alter my whole team to make it work exactly that's what i mean yeah because but i look at this and I could go down to like Cavani, but you've uh, got them already, haven't you? Both of them. I, I mean, and, yeah, I've, and Vardy. I've got Bruno, I've got Vardy. So I've why got... do you have to change your team for the doubles? You've got them for captainers. I mean, I've if got you want captain. extra players, if you want extra yeah. players for the double, I understand. But for the captain, you just need one player out of those True. four teams True. who is kind of reliable and has a double, and that's Eight enough. Teams. Eight teams. Could go with Calvert-Lewin if he comes back and starts firing. Anyway, no. Um, I think I want to try and get more players in from those teams, but I am also aware that I've got an Arsenal player, a Chelsea player, uh, two Leicester players, and one Man United player, and they're all going to blank in 36. So 
that leaves me with a really sparse team for 36. You know, that's what... That's why you need two transfers for the, for 36 and not... Yeah. Exactly. Five players I, I don't have in 36. Um, when I could look at getting someone like Trent in then and yes. use that sort of boost then. Um, so yeah, I we'll think see. I'll take my chances and get Trent now. Mm-hmm. So to have him for the Newcastle fixture, because especially you mentioned the the improvement in Newcastle's defense. I yeah. think that this means that Trent is going to have a lot of work. Yeah, because he's the most creative player in the Premier League for the last past month. True, we know that the numbers are crazy. His his creating chances is ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be the creative player for a game that is tight with his crossing, with his True. runs. Therefore, I think it's a very good fixture for him. True. And against Man United, Man United is playing Villarreal very close to that fixture. So yeah. again, I think that they'll be very focused on that. So it's yeah. not as difficult as it sounds as a derby. It's still a, a really big clash. And of course, we know what those teams stand for and and how they they are rivals but still i think that we saw liverpool beat arsenal in such an easy way it doesn't mean something city beat liverpool so in some cases you know you're expecting a tough game but it yeah. might it might turn out to be a a good one yeah so for me it's worth the minus 4 because uh-huh. if i don't take a minus 4 i'm risking on going with a only 11 players with a 4-4-2. And it doesn't look that good because it's Lingard versus Chelsea. It's Rudiger versus West Ham. Holding versus yeah. Everton. Leno versus Everton. I'll have two two defenders for, from Arsenal against Everton, which is not ideal. No. Therefore, a minus four is something worth taking for this week. And having, for me, I think... Like, Either Veltman, because Veltman or or an Aston Villa player was my thought because of the double. I'm thinking of Watkins. But I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust them at all. That's my only my only problem. The, the double is Man United and Everton. So defenders you might get four from attackers if Watkins Watkins is great weird because he's scoring run against good teams. The top, yeah. Weird. So yes, that this is my. I think I think I'm going with this. I will confirm <laughs> tomorrow uh, on the chat and yeah. and on Twitter. But I think I'm going Fernandez to Madison, yeah. Phillips to Veltman, and Diaz yeah. to TAA with a minus four, okay. and captaining Salah. You're much clearer than I am. I, I I'm really quite close to getting rid of Kane. And then doing Vardy to Kane in in thirty six, when Leicester's fixtures start getting bad, you know. So and then you know, I wouldn't be able to watch the Sheffield United and Leeds games if I had dropped Kane. It's true, it's true. But this is Spurs, and I I have a you'll you'll be happy if, even if they score exactly. if he scores three and you don't have him exactay Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. No, I do have a slight feeling that that this this type of team performance that we're going to start seeing more of is going to mean more goals spread around the team. That's, yeah. that's my hunch uh, okay. with this Ryan Mason. It, it seems to go very back, very much back to the principles that we were looking at under Pochettino, high press, high energy, which I'm not sure this team can do very well, but 
we'll we'll see. You know, with Son, Lucas, and Bale up front, they've got that high energy. They've got the high press. They had belief as well, which was great. What I'm also thinking is that if Kane comes back, I would easily swap Son for Bale because I feel that when when they were all three playing, Son was the the third out of those three yeah. to be Agreed. involved. Agreed. So there is a chance, but I want to see. I want to see. I want to watch the final. I want to see how they play against Sheffield United, and yeah. then then I might consider just to save a few some money. That that's all. I don't think there's any other reason. That's fair. But as a as a hunch of getting a a less owned player. That's fair. Good. So shall we talk about the game week that we've had? Not not as FBR like anything that strikes. You want to get onto watch this battles, don't you? I, mean, I think. I like I know what you're like. You want to get onto watch this battles. And have I won again? Have I won again? Mate, Ian Acho is going to score 17 points tonight. You watch. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've got him in my team. I, I don't care. It's, yeah, it really is a catch twenty two for me because if I, I need Ian Acho to score 17 points to beat you, well, to really, draw is it that bad? Yeah, you had size. You got you an eight pointer. Greenwood, who got you 15, and Fabio Silva got you one. So you called Greenwood and size really well. Yeah. Um, Matt Swaku, for me, didn't didn't start. Didn't, and that was, didn't play. To me, that was a mystery. Like, we're all a bit confused as to what happened there. And he turned out to have a little, there's some little injury that Matt Swaku's got. Um, Lingard got seven points, and Ian Acho's yet to play. So, okay. yeah, yeah I'm happy. Ian Acho scores makes me happy, but also makes you happy. Or so it makes us Inacho both happy, and we're so happy yeah. about it. Or I want him to not score and Vardy to score so that I'm happy in the league, and that makes me feel better. But we'll see. Uh, I'm on seven, you're on 24. <laughs> so I need 17 points. To, you need a lot. You need a lot. Yeah. Some sort of miracle, but hey-ho. What's your, what are your picks for next week? Game week 33... All Spurs and City, right? Yes, of course, naturally. I, I was thinking of Southampton as well, but it might be a bit too <laughs> too crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I will... Shall we start from defence? Go for it. Okay, so... It's not an easy one. It's not yeah. an easy one. I won't go with Wolves this time. Uh-huh. Because I think the, the Burnley will score. And I yeah, it's got... Vedra. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it should be a Liverpool. I, you know, oh, he's too expensive. Ah, I was thinking of Robertson just to to cover cover my, you know, for, yeah, exactly. for TAA. Because exactly. I'm, I'm afraid that everyone's buying TAA and Robertson's going to return massively this week. <laughs> this is what usually happens. True. Now, I will go, I will go with Dunk. I'm going to go with Dunk. I think Dunk's yes. a fair choice. And I'll go with Dunk, not for the defensive, but I think he's going to score. Okay. You feel that this Sheffield United team are going to uh, concede, like, headed chances? Yeah. Oh, fair. Okay. I can kind of get on board with that. Um, they're no, they're, they're not the them. ideal team to, to score against in from, from set pieces, but he's he's very good. He's dangerous. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, oh, Dunk's your pick, not my pick, damn it. 
That upsets me. <laughs> I so yeah, the other fixtures that should be noted, I think, are Villa versus West Brom. It's a derby, uh, and I think personally, West Brom need wins, and like they've been playing a bit better. So it seems to be a really one-sided fixture towards Villa at first. But I get the feeling that West Brom could be in with something here. Are you Villa played for Pereira? In midfield, that's definitely one of my choices. Okay. Liverpool versus Newcastle. I think I'm going to go with Kabak. Nice. In, in goal. Uh, in in defence, sorry. Uh, Leicester Crystal Palace is also a good fixture. United Leeds also looks like a good fixture uh, for, for, you know, picks for attacking players. But neither of those really... Leicester Crystal Palace maybe for defence. I'd consider someone like Castagna, but they're out of our budget. Uh, maybe Fofana would be an interesting pick. Um, but yeah, I think Kabak for Kabak. me is my defender for the week. Good. Go ahead with your midfielder because I don't want to say Pereira and make you uh, jealous. Yeah, well, I think this could be a really interesting one, couldn't it, for Pereira? I think... Yeah, he was gonna... he was one of my, of the two or three that I'm th- I was thinking of. So yeah, definitely. Who who's okay? Let me try. Nah, he's he's the one. Get I, him, I get him, get him. I, I want another one a bit more. Cool, go. And uh, my choice is kind of a, a family choice because yeah. my wife always picks him. I don't know. I should uh-huh. be a bit jealous. It's Leandro Trossard. Yes. Yeah, I think. I mean, two Trussardi. Two, br- yeah, Trussardi. <laughs> two Brighton players in the battles is where oh, I start. I'm not going for it. You're going for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, go with your. I picked first for midfield. Go with your striker. Okay. So what's the limit again? Eight. Uh, limit is seven point five for strikers. Eight. Seven point five. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so close to getting Cavani, but... Yeah, I thought you were. <laughs> I'll live without it. Okay. No, I won't go Watkins, because Watkins only scores against the top six. So, Wait. it's not him. Mope? No. <laughs> I'll go with the player who I always trust in these cases, and he uh-huh. never lets me down, and it's Diagne. Diagne. That's interesting. We so I would have I was going into this with Watkins pretty much as certain because I was like, yeah, West Brom, Aston Villa, West Brom aren't very good, Villa are very good. And we've both then actually convinced each other to go with West Brom assets. I really do think West Brom are gonna come out fighting in this. I we're think either it's gonna a, look it's... really stupid or we're gonna make a brilliant <laughs> call. It's a very typical um, local derby that might give them the boost to fight more for remaining in the league i think this is this is the kind of i remember the as a as a kid i was watching birmingham aston villa derbies and they were so so interesting to watch because you know the whole city was split yeah you know it even better than than me i've 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 just traveled to birmingham for for studies i haven't lived there so Mm -hmm. you know the feeling of and west brom is right next door so it's It's yeah it's a really nice nice atmosphere i'd say the city a birmingham city villa is more of a more aggressive intense stuff but yeah yeah, west brom is all i i really enjoyed going to west brom as a spurs fan uh they were always it was always nice fans 
Um, you know, I watched Lukaku smash a couple of goals against Spurs, which wasn't <laughs> my <laughs> finest. But Lukaku was great, yeah, when he was younger. Um, still great now. I think it's a, yeah, it's not as fierce a derby, but it still means something in the area, definitely. And it's a great chance for them because Villa is fighting for nothing at the moment. Exactly. And the, the whole story, I think that the the story about Grealish is not only affecting them practically on the field, which has definitely, they've, they've dropped so much. The yeah. form has dropped since he stopped playing. But I think that the whole, you know, conspiracy about what's mm-hmm. happening with him is making it even worse. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're still a decent team and they've done an amazing season. We have to acknowledge that. I mean, they were yeah. they they didn't get relegated at the final moment last year, so what they've managed to do this year is remarkable. Mm-hmm. But they're not the villa that we were all impressed with until no. Christmas. Not at so, all. So why not West Brom getting a a crazy victory against them and actually putting some pressure to Newcastle if they lose or Burnley or. You know, things are a bit tight down there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, my pick is, yeah, I'm going to admit to the, the listeners, it's probably a slightly risky one, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that both um, Lacazette's out until the 2nd of May, hamstring oh, injury. Oh, I know what you're going for. Aubameyang is out until the 2nd of May as well, with what we're saying is illness. So I think there's something there's something there where they've got Gabriel Martinelli, who's a very interesting pick, but this is now a part of the season where they've got not a lot of strikers and too many midfielders. So I think I think they'll play in Ketia, and I think uh, he'll yeah I think he he might get something against Everton, uh, and I'm quite interested in this fixture. The main reason why I'm not going with Ian Acho is because I can't, because of the rules we set out that we cannot pick the same player two weeks running. And Ian Acho would 100% be my pick this week if I could. Uh, and I'm sure he'd be somewhere near Yanis's pick as well if he couldn't pick him because... I'm the, so uh, safe. I've got him on my team. I don't even care. Didn't have him on his team, yeah. So both Lacazette and Aubameyang are expected to be back the 2nd of May, which is a week away, uh, a bit more than a week away. So we'll... I reckon Nketiah is going to play. Uh, Martinelli could start. He's an interesting prospect. Uh, but yeah, they've got... Uh, he's their sort of backup, third backup striker, I would say. And he's actually the only striker listed other than Lacazette as a striker, as a striker. on the FPL uh, game. So he's the only one you can really go with. So that's The only reason with. I'm not going for Arsenal players in general, not for the battles. The battles, yeah, we always go for the... Yeah, the crazy pick, but I'm not sure of how Arteta is gonna treat the team and the squad with the rotation. Ba- with the rotation, yes, yeah. because he's already done a few surprise moves. Mm-hmm. The Leno not playing was a bit of a shock. Yeah, because man. we've we've never we haven't seen a lot of times getting goalkeepers rested or no. And we had them on the same game, Mendy and Leno. Be something, being... There has to be something in his loan contract that says he needs to get a certain amount of fixed. Do you know? There has to be something in his loan Maybe. contract. With Chelsea, um, I understand it a bit more because 
there might be a case of Kepa trying to get some some fixtures ahead of the final. Yeah. In, in the the FA in the um, sorry yeah the FF FA Cup. Yeah, definitely. So for for them, I understand a bit more of the rotation. Plus, they've got the final and Champions League, so they've got three more fixtures guaranteed, and yeah. therefore Tuchel is kind of messing around with with even the goalkeepers. But for yeah. Arsenal, I think their priority again, as we said about Tottenham and the Carabao final, for Arsenal, it's definitely the Europa League. Yeah, exactly. They're, they they're not getting it. their place back in the league anymore, are they? They're not going anywhere in the league. They're fighting time. for nothing else. So those two fixtures against... Is it is it Roma? No. I have no idea. Oh my goodness, what happened now? I've it, lost it's, with football. It's Man United with Villarreal, isn't it? I think that's the, the one tie. Yes. And then I can quickly look it up. They've got... Uh, no... Arsenal have got Villarreal. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I messed up. There you go. <laughs> we'll quickly work out who Man United have got in the meantime. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Roma Man United. Roma Man United. That's it. I think they're going to focus on those those things. So, but I still think Inketia will. It's either going to be Inketia, Martinelli, or what? Saka leading the line. Smith Rowe, Odegaard. Like who? Who have they got that? Plays as a, can play as a lone striker, if not Nketiah. Why didn't we get an Everton defender? We should have gotten an Everton defender. <laughs> that would have been clever. We've done, we've done, it's done now. It's a way. <laughs> Unless when you said Dianya, you meant uh, Dinya. Dinya, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Most, your is your captain on Salah, yeah? It is on Salah. I haven't decided about uh, vice captain because now that I'm probably selling Fernandez, it's not going to be him. I, I might go. Ian Acho is a. Punk. I might go on Ian Acho. Yes, I think that's that's my thought. Although uh, I don't, I don't want to. I want to keep Ian Acho at his price and his place that he belongs. I don't yeah. want to have high hopes from a player who's five point nine. Yeah. Because then I would I will get very nervous of keeping him. Yeah. At some point he will blank. We have to expect that. Like Lingo at the same. So yeah. I don't want to treat them as premiums. That's why with Bruno I'm a bit more anticipating a bit more. Yeah. And I want more. So he's not returning. Then okay, I'll just experiment a bit more. He will return eventually. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> and just when I sell him, it's it's natural. Of course. But for the other players, the, the three cheap attackers that we've got, Lingard, Iheanacho and Jota, you've got the two of them. Yeah. I want to be fair. They're not supposed to return every other week. Every week. It, it's, it's okay if they don't return every week. So that's why I'm not that certain of captaining him. You know, the rule of, of the top teams. I mean, Leicester is a top team. So that's the only reason I'm I'm probably going to vice captain him. That's fair. I think yeah. I think Salah is is for me the certain captain. I could be tempted into. No, I couldn't. No, Salah's the main captain. I think Fernandez is going to be a great captaincy pick as well for other people if they want it. Definitely one of the sort of best secondary captains, and then maybe a lesser player is is one of the best third, third place captains, but. Fernandez against Leeds with the 6-2 previous fixture makes you think that that game is going to be wide open. 
Yes, the 4-3 Liverpool leads became 1-1. And True. we all know that there's a big rivalry be- between Leeds and Man United. And mostly, as, as it happens, from the s- smaller side to the bigger. So True. I think Leeds is quite anticipating this game for so many reasons. First of all, there's the revenge for the 6-2. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they're fierce rivals. They've got so many players from them who had like Rio Ferdinand, Alan Smith and all of this yep. backstory. And thirdly, it's the big six story. It's the, the, it's the big six. Yeah, big they want to six be the big problem. Six. And yeah, yeah. we know that Biel- what Bielsa said. So I think that Leeds is, are going to be very fired up for this game. I agree. And I'm, I'm expecting a very tough night I don't know if it's a night or an afternoon, whatever, yeah. for Man United. So I'm not that keen, which means maybe that we might have two penalties or something. So Fernandez yeah. scores them and and he he holds. But still, it's not one of the fixtures that I feel so comfortable with with having him. And since Greenwood started scoring and being in such good form, we've got Cavani, who's great. We've got Rashford, who's way better than he was a month ago. Yeah. There are other options, like we were saying. You say with Tottenham, now he's not the talisman. Yeah. It's such a difference than the rest. True, I feel like the Tottenham theory has a bit more weight, and I feel like I'm going to use your theory against you in that Fernandez <laughs> has been quiet for too long, so therefore he's definitely going to return. That's that's what I would combat that with. I'd say he's either going to go one way or the other. You know, he's either going to stay quiet, and you're right. Or, you know, this is the fence that I'm sat on. It's or always gonna... what we say about stats. You're okay. reading the stats in, in your own point of view. Exactly. I mean, I've exactly. said that so many times and someone who's so quiet eventually will return and suddenly I'm using it against him and, and dropping him. But, yeah. okay, of course, it's personal choices. We see, we see. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a fun game week. going to be a fun game week. And we've still got this game week left to play. So I'm looking forward to Vardy smashing in a hat-trick uh, tonight. And, two uh, assists yeah. by Castagne and two goals <laughs> by Inacho and I'll and a be penalty very, save very glad. from uh, Schmeichel. Yeah, I, we haven't got him. I've oh, got you've him. got you've got him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's quite probable. But yeah, the this Ben Krellin, uh fixture news is is going to be the most important thing for you guys listening for the coming fixtures. If you've got Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, Man United, and you've got more than six of these players. In the next three game weeks, you need to look at a way in which you can get off them because 36 blank, leaving you with three or four blank players is going to hurt. Equally, you want double players. You want doublers. So, But there's no more chips left to play. No one's got wild... People don't have as many wild cards or, or free hits to get away from that. If you've got a free hit, this looks like a good fixture to do it um, in 35 or 36. Because, but yeah, Chelsea, Leicester, uh, the fixtures get harder in 36. In our league, I need to mention that we've got Howard, Jamie, Daniel, Alex, Lefteris and Patrick, who haven't bench boost yet. Okay. Which is quite a good um, chip. Double Game Week 35 looks to be the one to... And to we do. haven't got... Howard hasn't even used... And Alex, they haven't used their wild card too. And Patrick as well. So those three... 
haven't used the wildcard too, which could. Remember, I think Alex said that when we uh, when we had that meet Chatted, players, yeah, yeah. that he's saving his second wildcard for the doubles that happened during the, the finals uh, of True. the cup. And so maybe this is his plan and he might get a lot of gain from that if he plays it nicely. Agreed. So I'm, I'm actually nervous having Howard so... I mean, he's 32 points behind me, but having a wild card and a bench boost, my goodness, I think he's he's more he's more advanced than I am at the moment. He's, he's got dangerous. more chances. He's dangerous, isn't he? Let's Good. see. Let's see who wins the prize. <laughs> We're going close to the end. Yeah. And I think this is the end of this of this episode. Indeed. Thank Stay you very much it. for for listening. And of course, stay tuned, guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Uso Radio. <laughs>